Mindless Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Cherry salutations and of course as always much love from myself Jane Lindley Thomas and co-founder of the Kindness Can Movement psychologist Paul Bushel. How lovely to see your beautiful face today my darling. Uh, Hello gorgeous Jane. I so look forward to having these chats. I'm delighted because we have a guest today. Uh, Naomi Holt is a psychologist from Peter Maritzburg and I've known Naomi my whole life as a psychologist. Her and I studied together And from the moment we met, we knew that we were going to cross paths many times. And I'm so, so pleased to have her on our show today to talk about the amazing work that she's been getting up to in Peter Maritzburg. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I can't tell you how excited I am to be here and just to share this, this awesomeness with you about what's been happening in our community. So this isn't the first time that we have been in touch with Naomi. You know, I must say that at every opportunity, Naomi's always standing right next to us. Whenever kind things are happening, I look to the left and who's there? But yep, she's there again. It's Naomi. So what's been happening in your community? Yeah, so we have been gone together. We've created a Caring for Life drive. It started beginning of Jan just to really get some upliftment for our frontline nurses. Last year, during the first lockdown, Because we've got some doctors in my son's class, a couple of us moms kind of got together and did meals for one of them. And then, you know, when that was no longer needed, then in the the second wave, as the heat of the wave came, I messaged her and I said, can we bring you meals again? And she said, no, actually, but the ICU nurses, she thinks would appreciate some treats. So it started off there with us just trying to collect some treats for a few of the ICU nurses. But the more I got in touch with the hospitals and then reading articles from, I remember reading an ICU doctor article in uh, America, one from the UK, and just chatting to some friends who are in the ICU here in South Africa. And just the need is the same. And I realized they're feeling that on the whole, the medical staff are just feeling so forgotten this, this time around. I mean, we're thankful that the wave is slowing now, but to what they were in the first time. And the need to just be there and show them support because some of them are going two, three shifts at a time mm-hmm. and things have been hectic in these hospitals. They're exhausted. They're running on fumes. So yeah, we just got together and at first we thought, okay, the 180 in the ICU and then we aim to make care packs for a thousand. And then we realized, wow, there's a lot of nurses out there. So then it was about looking at, so, so then we're up to 2000 and we realized that still wasn't enough. So now we've kind of capped it at 4,000. And there's still a great need. And we still get asked all the time, can you support this one too and support that one too? So at the moment, we're capping it at 4,000. But the aim is just to keep going because we all know this this pandemic is not over. And we want to be there to support our frontline team that are doing it on our behalf. I mean, uh, we can't be in there to help resuscitate the patients. But we can jolly all stand on the sidelines here and do the best we can to, to support them and to show them that we're here. So that's kind of the beginnings of it. How have the public got involved? I mean, you obviously can't do this by yourself. And what we love about kindness is that it doesn't belong to one person in singular. It belongs to all of us and we all have a role to play. So how have people got involved? And that has been the most incredible thing. So we started this and we just kind of put it out on social media. This is what we're doing. We're starting this drive. We're collecting. 
and people have just, and it's almost like a, it's like a domino effect. People have just come on board. So largely through social media. And actually the first thing that I think all of us, there's, there's four of us, um, Candice Rose, Scott, Carmen Haldane and Mel Kute, um, as well. And we all just got into our list of contacts. I remember the one day just going through my whole list, going through my phone, everyone that we could. And it's almost, then it's just the one person just asked the next person and that's how it's just gotten bigger and bigger. So we've had collection points in various places and, and points all over Maritzburg, Hilton, Howick, even in Kloof. And people have just started popping into collection boxes. And then we've had a whole lot of companies come on board too. But the bigger it's gotten, I mean, I've just been getting my front lounge and entrance hall is just looking like a warehouse because people are just having stuff delivered all the time from all over. It's been the most unreal thing to just see these goods popping in and individuals just popping things in. I mean, simple example, last night I posted saying we need oodles, oodles of noodles. And this morning I popped into the pick and pay, the trolley's full of oodles and noodles. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't stop. And, and I'm realizing that I've realized that the people in these dark times, people want to see kindness. Kindness is actually the light and they want to be a part of it because we can either be powerless and we can be helpless and we can sit on the sidelines or, but when we get involved, like that's, that's empowering. So in the space of this pandemic that has been so disempowering for over a year, this is something that we can practically just do and feel so empowered. And the community is thriving off of it. I mean, people, I had someone comment on my posts that seeing what people are doing is like their daily dose of, it's their daily oxytocin hit. And that for me summed it up beautifully is that this is, so it's not just about making these care packs and the nurses are the only ones benefiting. And they are, and we've got such awesome feedback, but it's an entire community getting together. And that's another thing is that these packs are not from me. They're not from the Caring for Life team. They symbolize an entire community rallying behind our frontline workers and showing them support. And that's what I've also tried to get across um, through doing these packs and, and the message to the hospitals is it's not about actually what's in the pack. It's about what's behind the pack. And that is an entire community that loves and supports and wants you to know that we are, we are there for you. So it's just, it's been, wow. <laughs> it's just you know, something that I know the three of us believe wholeheartedly, but it's an absolute reminder that people at their core are kind. There's no doubt in my mind that people are kind and people want to be kind. But sometimes along the way, they need opportunities uh, like this to show that kindness. And sometimes when we're scared, and we've spoken about that quite a lot on the show, and the pandemic has brought up so much fear for all of us that, that when we're scared, that that can sometimes be a barrier to that kindness. But I think what we're hearing in the story, and I had a friend who lives in Maritzburg message me today talking about an article she saw in the newspaper and how it brought her about the story and how it brought her to tears. But yeah, when we create these opportunities, uh, people break through that fear and they start to feel empowered again. They start to connect with their true essence, right? And I, I just love watching this emotion because it's contagious. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about some of the responses from the nurses in the ICU and the other healthcare workers that you've made contact with. Oh, well, the response to the care packs has just been, it's actually, I mean, we've, we've also been doing these all them candle ceremonies, but they're not actually, because I think they involve more dancing and singing and just um, outside some of the hospitals. And we did one at St. Anne's on Monday night and some of the nurses had already received their packs. And I mean, just them walking past, I remember the one lady, she was in tears, I was in tears, this nurse just saying, you know, I took it home and I went through everything. We took out 
bit by bit. I went through it with my whole family. And she said to me, we didn't know that anyone in the community cared or thought about us. And she just said, thank you so much. And I said to her, this is, just, this is evidence that we've, we are behind you. We stand alongside you. This community cares. But it is tear-provoking stuff that is happening. These In MediClinic, when we went there on Monday to hand out the packs, just the ICU staff, and they'd had a really bad day, just to come out and to be able to give these packs to them and their, their hearts and their eyes, and you can see it behind the mask, just filling up with gratitude because it's tough in there. It remains tough in there. Just to know that, and to, to know that the whole whole community. It's and and what you said as well. And I think that's that. So many people want to help. We want to help, but we don't know how, and we almost feel stuck in how do I help? And so all this drive has been is like an avenue for people to go aha. And the messages that I'm getting: Can we come help pack? People are just adding in in their individual capacities, whatever they can. So whatever their businesses. I mean, we've had different kinds of people offering vouchers for different kinds of healing or a lawyer offering some services there. Or so, so we've had um, people offering accommodation, whatever people have been able to in their capacity, they've wanted to, and they've jumped in. And you know what else I thought was so amazing is that in this care pack, this care pack, not one thing I have had to, or anyone on our team has had to phone and beg for, has had to write a proposal for. It's all been given with love. It's either being people, individuals, or companies phoning us and saying, where can we drop this stuff off? Or if we've had asked, they've said, how many? Or they've doubled the amount. I remember one of the first people, I've, I've never done this kind of thing before, never done cold calling. Um, so I was quite like overwhelmed initially, just having to message people, ask sheepishly, can we, would you think about? I remember um, contacting a photographer, a friend of mine, who has now gotten very involved as well, and saying, would you mind thinking of donating, like about sponsoring one family voucher? She straight away came back and said, I'll give you 10. And she went and challenged a whole lot of people that she knew. So it's just people want to be kind. I, I completely agree with you. People at the core of it are kind. We get lost along the way sometimes. But mm. And I've heard you two say it often, how infectious kindness is. And when I was thinking about it this morning, that's exactly it. It is so infectious. I mean, we're doing our big pack tomorrow. And literally, we're inundated. Can we help? We've got people driving to Umschlange. I've got people driving to Kranzkorp to pick up water, to Umschlange to pick up goods. It's they're desperate to help. And it just, yeah, it truly is amazing being a part of this. <laughs> well, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of that story when we had the drought and uh, we went onto East Coast Radio and we asked people to bring water. And I mean, Naomi, we got so much water that we gridlocked Tamshlange. Uh, the gift of the givers was saying like, we actually have no more capacity to put any more water. So that, that tangible uh, example of caring is just it transcends words. It's hard to, it's hard to even try and articulate one because it's a feeling, but you know, what really stood out for me in that particular example was yes, of course, the big companies and the people with the money, but what really got me was when the child would finish school and bring their pocket money that they'd spent on a six pack and put it on top. And I just, my whole body is covered in goosebumps just remembering that moment. I'm sure you've had some standout moments where people have given, even though maybe they don't even have enough for themselves. That's exactly. People have taken what they don't have or found a way. And so many people have said, you know, we can't give financially or we can't give products, but please, can we do this? Please, can we help here? Please, can we help pack? I've got, and this is, there's just so many heartwarming stories that I could share. One um, pensioner contacted me and said, you know, I can't give anything, but I would love to, to make some notes. 
and how she has done 250 of these carefully made with stickers and carefully crafted little notes. And the letter that she sent me was that, you know, she's sorry, she's only done 250, but her fingers are crooked and she's cut them all individually and she hopes that they're okay to put in the packs. And I'm just like, wow, wow. Oh, I, I want to start crying. Just my, glasses, my glasses are steaming up here. Like, I just, I just, yeah, it's just such a beautiful reminder that kindness is not shoot the lights out. It doesn't have to be the firework moments of life, but it's the small gestures that can really change the direction of the world, uh, of our communities. And as a reminder to us at a much bigger level as a country, as we not only navigate you know, the hardships of COVID-19, but the hardships of so many struggles that we can pull together in these remarkable ways. And it's just showing up and doing your small little bit to that pensioner. I hope she's listening. And I just want to say to her, you are, you're just such an inspiration to all of us. I absolutely agree. And, and what you said is it's not the big, it's not the big things. It's these small things and everyone just doing their little bit in their capacity. I mean, it's the same. Let's say we're also doing like these candle services. The first one we did, well, like the first of most things, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Just standing a bunch of us again, people just saying, we want to help. We can't give, but we can stand there. We can't even sing, but we can stand there with a candle. I mean, none of us are in the choir and we had our boom box on standing in really feeling like we were not, we didn't know what the heck we were doing and some nurses walking past. And then a couple of days later speaking to the hospital manager and her just saying, you know, one of the nurses had confided in her a few days later and just said that night, she walked out there and she was ready to just throw in the towel. She couldn't do it anymore. She was not going to come back to work the next day. And there she walked past us doing our amateur, absolutely amateur bit. And it gave her the strength that she needed and the encouragement to know that people cared and she could come back again. I mean, that just, it also, like, it, it just, it tears me up because it's these small things that people of the community are jumping in and saying, I'll be there. I'll do that. I'll help you. That is changing people's lives. It's remarkable to be, and I feel it's such a blessing and an honor to be in the wave of this kindness and to mm. literally feel like it's just bombarding. It's, it, it blows you over. I mean, there was a, a group of um, women that were, were traveling around with one of the churches here in KZN and going and standing outside the hospitals with placards saying, you know, we're here for you, we thank you. And I mean, the images that were coming out of that, and I think that that has been one of the most stirring things for me is to see these people in their scrubs on their hands and knees with their hands up to the sky, just asking for the love, the support, and then thinking about how that story kind of ripples that they've left their people to come out and love our people. Like my question is, how do we get involved? I know that after this podcast goes out, people are going to be emailing and saying, what, what can we do? So what advice would you, where do we start? I mean, I know that you've got Maritzburg sorted out. You mentioned Kloof, but I mean, we can't let it live in a pocket. We've got to let this wave. I mean, how can we help this wave move? Absolutely. And that I, I really encourage everyone in every community to start drives within their community or, and just keep this thing going. Um, you know, hop, hop onto my Facebook page, Naomi Holt Speaker, just to see how we've kind of progressed this drive. But just to, this is what every frontline worker in the world needs right now is to know that they've got people who, who support them. And it really doesn't take much. It literally is doing exactly that, getting painting, Posters, standing outside hospitals, um, 
getting goods together. Schools can get involved. I've had a lot of schools, obviously, with the delayed go, going back to school now. Some of them are still jumping on board now just to say, we want to help. We want to collect. It's a great churches offering to help as well um, to get collection points all over. So I wish that this would just, and I hope that this is going to just actually become a global thing. Because as we said, this is something our frontline nurses are going to need, our frontline workers, everyone involved is going to need the support for the duration of this pandemic. Mm. So in your communities, wherever you are, start it. It's as simple as just posting something on social media and saying, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. Please collect here. Getting a few shops to say there'll be collection points. Because it is such an awesome thing and people want to help. I think that's also why this has taken off like wildfire. Mm. is because people want to help. They don't want to feel helpless. They want to feel empowered to be able to do something in the darkness of this pandemic. And because of that, I really think that something like this is going to take off wherever it gets started. Sign me up. I'm going immediately to go look at Naomi Holt's uh, speaker's page on Facebook. And we want to join your movement because even through this screen, it's contagious. And I can feel the power and effect of it, not only for the beneficiaries, those frontline and healthcare workers, but to me as a person, because we're all looking for a source of energy uh, and encouragement in our life. And I can just hear in your voice how it's filled you up. Uh, and I want some of that. So sign me up. Carlos can. Yes, we want to get involved. <laughs> you want this. It is, it is the most powerful thing. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, there's so much, there is so much darkness. But when you get involved with kindness and you get involved with something like this, there's just light all over. I feel like I'm being smacked with with these strobes of light all the time because people are just so kind. So yes, sign up, get involved. This is incredible. Yeah. Well done to you and your team, my friend. We're wishing you and your big pack tomorrow uh, so much luck and love and kindness. And please keep us updated about how you're going. Just well done. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me and for chatting about this. Yeah, lots and lots of love. So if you just want to give your contact details, Naomi, for people to, I don't know, whatever you're comfortable with, if it's the Facebook page. Yeah, so that it's on my Facebook page. The drive started about the 5th of Jan or the 7th of Jan, so they can back check today. Uh, Naomi Holt Speaker, H-O-L-D-T, or they can WhatsApp me on 0741-310-260. And we'd love to have as many people involved because this is an ongoing thing. Fantastic. Naomi, thank you so much for your time, your heart, your love, and everything. We just, we see you, we love you, and we look forward to so soon being able to support you as well. Yay. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Paul. It's been awesome chatting. Lots of love. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.